Welcome to Season 2, Episode 14 of the Dynasty Movement Podcast. This is the last regular weekly episode for Season 2, and uh, first and foremost, we're thankful to all of you that have stuck with us through the season. It's been a lot of fun, and we're looking forward to future special episodes and Season 3. First and foremost, before we dive into all of the topics today, we are just going to uh, touch in on the DeMar Hamlin situation, obviously. Um, it's been the topic of basically in any not even just confined to football but it's probably the most trending thing in the united states right now obviously demar hamlin is still in critical condition uh it's very serious but we like me and dakota here are not we're not professionals obviously our opinions are not any more important than anyone else's on the topic um Really, the big thing is that just our thoughts were with him at the time. We hope that he has a speedy and incredible recovery. Uh, and if you'd like, we're going to uh, load up his GoFundMe in the chat. Uh, we're going to have it in the dropdown for the episode when it gets published. Um, and if you can, just donate and keep him in your thoughts. Uh, other than that, uh, just some pertinent information for the games. The Bills and Bengals game is obviously postponed indefinitely. You guys have been keeping up on it just as well as we have. Uh, there's talks that it might play in Week 19. Um, in the meantime, the NFL and NFLPA are keeping in touch with the front offices of both the Bills and Bengals. There is no expectation that anything will happen at the Bengals game. They are slated to play the Ravens on Sunday at 1 p.m., while the Bills game with the Patriots, uh, Week 18, could be delayed by a day or two they are staying in touch with the bills and making sure that the players are doing okay uh beyond that we are not going to dive into it we hope the best for demar hamlin and we are going to just move forward with the rest of the podcast um so with that said uh championship week has come and gone the off season cometh uh the uh first topic we have for the day is you know championship week. yeah like championship week uh, Dakota, how did uh, the leagues that you're in, how did they handle your ships? Uh, yeah, so uh, none of, thankfully, none of the leagues that I was in really were, uh, were, were in anywhere near uh, being a, a close matchup in the finals. So we were luckily able to pretty much call them based on, you know, the, the points that had already happened. And, you know, we, we just kind of accepted the fate of that. Um, if uh, we, we kind of agreed, you know, as things were shaken out Monday, that uh, if anything was even kind of kind of on the, the broader side of even being within the realm of possibility we would co-champion but like i said that luckily wasn't the case um and uh it was pretty cut and dry for me so you know there wasn't really any drama thankfully um everybody was pretty understanding and uh all of the people that i did not want to see win uh won the championships <laughs> so oh, there lovely. was that yeah, how about how about you? Uh, how did your leagues shake out? Was there any uh, any drama with you know the uh, the, the scoring and, and the decisions that some of the platforms have uh, have made? 
Um, for me, I'm only a commissioner right now, so that's been a lot of fun. Uh, I have four leagues that I'm in. My home league, fortunately, neither team had players playing on Monday, so it was cut and dry. The game was already over. Um, with one of them, uh, shout out to Harden. He was playing Adam in the tight back league as Jesus uh, uh, Jack, Jesus Christ, as Jack is very well aware of because uh, <laughs> he's in the league. Um, but Harden was already up by 20. He still had Burrow and Mixon. It was cut and dry. Like, the dude won. Um, so that was easy enough. The other two that we had is, uh, the TDM Deep League. Silver was up by 30. Um, and there's R March, who I believe is a friend of another member in the, like, in TDM. Uh Um, but he was down by 30 with Josh Allen and Devin Singletary. Uh, the projections were 177 to 176 and a half. Oh, so, man. I just, fortunately, it's, the deep league is so absurd that it's a free league. Like, no one's paying for that. It's 20, right. it's 20 deep. It's three tight end, tight end premium, like three running back. It's stupid. Uh, so we, we <laughs> called them co-champs. Congratulations. You guys get, we just saw the trophy down the middle. Um, yeah. And I don't even think anyone, like, commented on it. Because, again, there's no money. That's not a big issue. Yeah. The touchy one was in the marathon league that I'm in that you actually left this preseason. Um, and that was Valentine was down to Jesus who took over for your team. Oh man. And then brought Wait, it to the ship. He made it again. It How did you guys ship. let that team make it to the finals <laughs> he made, again? He made some savvy trades. He did. I did Jesus uh, did a great job with that team. I, I got to hand it to him, man. Cause that team went against all odds. That team went limping into the finals last year, despite me not having any quarterbacks. And I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get out of this. This team's going nowhere fast. How yeah, did he do it? Went back. He was also like fourth in max points four. Like it was a good team. Yeah, good team's a good team. You drafted it. You just touched I mean, it up I a little dra- bit. And- I- I drafted go. it and we went like, to the finals last year, but that that might be the worst <laughs> team that I've ever seen make any final. <laughs> yeah, well, he did it again. Incredible. You guys um, should all be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good team. Um, But Jesus is winning uh, by eight and a half going into the week. And Valentine had Josh Allen. And that is a question where it's on one side you're generally expecting Josh Allen will score more than eight and a half. He was favored by 10, mm-hmm. but on the flip side, he didn't score the points. And it's enough of a gap where he could have reasonably missed. You wouldn't expect it. He's probably going to blow past that, but stranger eight, eight things points? have happened. And I, I mean, uh, in that case, I literally, I just DM'd them both. Like yeah. in like a group chat of the three of us and said like how do you guys want to proceed um, they are splitting the title because they are very they're just reasonable dudes yeah I, I think that that is that's totally the biggest like the thing way is go. just being reasonable people because I mean I laid it out on one hand I can see the argument from both sides on one Josh Allen's probably scoring more than eight and a half points right like he never scored I less mean, than ten this he... season in that league yeah, Josh Allen it's, is a lock to do that, barring he himself getting injured. Exactly. I would say. Um, so the argument on one side is, like, d- the dude's going to do it. And the argument on the other side is, you know, acts of God happen. Injuries happen. 
you know, sometimes people get sat, whatever. Like, sometimes people who are supposed to score points don't for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was currently winning at the time. So it's... We kind of... Eh. Jesus, in all fairness to him, basically said, I'm cool with splitting it. I'm cool with just saying I lost. Valentine, on the flip side, also said he's cool with splitting it. And I'm like, you know what? That's easy enough. You guys both are... Neither of them are going to be disappointed with the payout. It's a $100 league. Yeah. Um, they're both no. going home happy. Uh, obviously, you one or the other, you could wish that you'd get a little bit more. But at the end of the day, it's probably paying for most of their leagues next year anyway. <laughs> Now I I do have a question to ask you though because uh, yes. you know because I I haven't had to deal with this at all but how are you guys addressing draft order? Uh, I'm just doing it by max points for. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I mean, I just I just told the league like you can't give everyone the same draft like you can't give two people the same draft position. Uh, so we're just right. gonna go by who has the better team basically. Okay. So, it's simple enough. Yeah, that, yeah, that um, makes sense. I did entertain the idea of giving the guy with the better max points for the, the last pick in the first round and then giving them the better pick in the second and then back to the last pick in the third, uh, just, like, staggering it a little bit. But yeah, the day, the difference between, like, the 213 I mean, and 214 it, in that league is negligible. It, yeah. And I yeah. don't think they really care. Right. And that's just extra work that I can fuck up. Every time you add another variable <laughs> to something, you can just fuck it up. And to be entirely fair, I also have both of Valentine's picks, and they are the 14th, so I'm just punishing myself by not doing that. Um, so, I don't really feel too bad. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much the entirety of how I've had to deal with it as a commissioner. Um, it's basically come in three different flavors of one's an obvious split, one's an obvious winner, and one of them's a doozy. And then one of them just... <laughs> so just you com- really got and one the, of them was the just com- range. And one of them was just completely done. Which, that was a great one. I actually sent that league a chat. I'm like, thanks for just this entire week being over already. <laughs> because uh, because the weeks leading up to the championship were so silly. Like, we're like, oh yeah, if you had like Stefan Diggs and stuff like that, your team probably didn't end up making the playoffs, for, or like making the championship for some silly reason, while this team was like Akers and McKinnon and shit. Yeah. Those were the teams that made it. <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah, I mean well. that that happens that happens every year. You know, this year the the heroics went to Jarek McKinnon. You know, it was Jeff Wilson that one year. You had a uh, Cam uh, Akers. Hey, hey, look, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I was gonna I was gonna shout out Quez Watkins. Uh, or but no uh, one started right? him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, there's probably someone in the deep league that started Quez Watkins, but they weren't in the championship. So, I mean, somebody had to have, but, but oh, yeah, this sure. is all moot. There, there's always late season heroics for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. For so, sure. It was one of those years. Yeah. Uh, I want to say that in our championship, among all teams in my home league, the uh, championship game was between the eighth highest scoring team and the 11th out of 12. Jeez. Yep. So I'm just That's sitting insane. there like, I could have won the championship this year. Yeah, I think the game was like 102 to 87. Oh my god. <laughs> In like, and it's like you know your typical like one quarterback, three wide receiver, two running back, tight end defense kind of league. Like, eh, yeah, you're expecting scores around like 110. You know, they just both threw a duck, but one just tanked harder. Damn. And the worst part is a guy who won it now has three ships. And this league started in 2015, so he's now the only person with three. There's a couple people with two, and it's like, oh. Just bragging rights to the guy that scored 102 in a championship game. 
Jesus. Yeah. yeah. It's like great. All we do is a trophy too. At least I don't have to pay the guy. We have a trophy. I have to, but I have to draw. I have to engrave his name freehand on a trophy. That's, that's which is actually worse. it's it's the greatest trophy ever. It's horrible. It is very poorly made. I'm left-handed, which apparently really matters if you engrave. Um, uh, yeah, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very sloppy trophy. I didn't uh, level out any of like the plaques. It's basically just a plaque that has like you know those like little bolt-on like little metal like strips that you engrave on for like the uh -huh. year and they are just they're not they're crooked the writing's all over the place i tend to write like di like diagonally up as i go if i don't have like a line to write on <laughs> so it's it's all over the it's great i love that my, i might my i might league. throw a picture here i'm gonna see if i can find it i might throw a picture of it oh yeah it's behind me my my home league is a pretty zany statue too we we have a uh we call it the Saint Jesus Bird Trophy, <laughs> and we have a uh, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we we have a, an American Eagle Beanie Baby, you know, like one of those eagles that has uh, the stars and stripes that make up the wings. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Uh, we have him uh, <laughs> cru like crucified on a cross, and then behind it is a giant uh, number one sports foam finger. And then we have it on like a wooden pedestal that uh, we write all of our names on, and I love uh, that. we have we have like a little uh, we we have like a Bible verse, but we changed the names to like football related, and uh, we attributed it to uh, the book of John Madden. <laughs> I love that. It it was it's it's been passed down in our home league. It started off uh, before we even got into Dynasty. It was our redraft league uh, trophy in high school, so it's it's been amongst my group of friends now for like what fourteen years now. It hurts to think about. <laughs> yeah, every every time I think about like when my dynasty, like my home league started, I'm like, oh shit, that's been like this is our eighth season. Yeah, the uh, the the slow inevitable march of time. Right. Uh, I'm gonna throw a picture of this plaque. Just, just my my championship, because I don't want to, you know, throw other names out there and stuff. And some people have their names, and basically what we do is like the year, and then put like their first name next to it, and then their team name. Yeah. Which we made the team. I need to remind everyone, I made this league when I was 22. It's a great team name. Still, I still love it. <laughs> Wait, are we about to get canceled here? What's I'm what's not going gonna get on? canceled. It's a great team name, but it's a little, oh, it's a little hold funny. Hold my sack. What? What was up with the preamble? Hold and my sack a, is not even that bad. It's a, it's a great name. Honestly, I love it. it it's a fine. It's a fine. As far as, yeah. as far as, like, I don't know, man. Lame, hey, I, I'm just saying. As far as lame football related, but also sexual puns, hold my sack is quite tame. Tame. Compared I, to what I'm I've aware. Seen over the years, I'm aware, but I, I feel like I would go for something a little more punny at this point. And like, yeah, less, no, like, I mean, obviously, just like silly juvenile like 22 year old bullshit yeah yeah you're, you're obviously older and wiser and smarter but the thing is is you know like i i've always had this theory that you really stop uh you you stop like maturing by default once you hit like i don't know 17 or something uh and then after that that's on you, you gotta buddy. work for it that's on you and i trust that you've done the work to, I hope uh, so. to, to elevate because i you know there's people that i work with where i i think that they would name their teams today hold my sack 
I am just appreciative of the fact that I picked that because we have a rule in our constitution that you can't change your team name. And oh a lot my of God. them are you serious yes yes what kind of it, rule is that it's hilarious because a lot of people made their team name based off of a player in 2015 and now it makes no sense so like what what are what are some of the highlights oh uh, like heckin good punter based on oh johnny hecker God. Yeah. why would you name a team that to begin with uh jake locker forever Honestly, I I stand that one for sure. I was a big Jake Locker guy. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. So it's great. I love I, okay, it. Okay, I'm starting to see see the appeal yeah. of that. Given yeah, how, so uh, all of a Jake sudden Locker's hold my sack because it's so bad. Yeah. Actually, Jake Locker forever is very good because it holds the test of time. They said forever, not. They know, did say forever. Not yeah. just they, 2015. They com- they committed, and they're they're probably finding out. Uh, it wasn't the year you know, of Jake. How long it was the life is. of Jake. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we really wanted a tangent there. <laughs> I'm, like, looking, like, hey, what uh, what topic are we on? And I'm, like, oh, we're not, Honestly, we're that, not that even was, on one. That, that was that was a good one, you know? That was a great I, I, Dare I say it was a necessary <laughs> one, for sure. <laughs> All right. So, moving on, uh, we got some season surprises. I mean, there's only a couple of them. It's basically start sit before an entire goddamn season because that's what a fantasy fo- football podcast is about, apparently. Uh, and we're so, we're not choosing to start or sit. We're 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 yeah. <laughs> we're, this is more retroactive. If, I mean, we're explaining if something was surprising or not. Which is that not just the entirety of uh, of, of football? You know, isn't the entire joy of football watching the game? And you're like, I expect this to happen. And then somebody says, well, I think this is going to happen. And then it either happens and you're like, ha, I told you. Or it goes, whoa, <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Uh, yeah, I basically. Um, I'm not trying. The problem is, like, this week, I'm not trying to make any predictions because, like, the moment I say, yeah, I think the Lions will win, they won't. And then that's, that's just it. That's just it. I can't. I yeah. can't do it. But uh, uh, we got I mean, two my... discussion questions for season surprises, and it's just like the two basic ones: who is the guy who uh, showed out for you you didn't see coming, and uh, who was the ultimate disappointment for you for twenty twenty two? Wait, so who 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 showed out with me that I didn't see coming? Yeah, like who? Th- that's what that's the player? First one? Yeah, like what player like kicked ass, and you're like, I can't believe they kicked ass. Like if you told yourself like last August they were gonna be good, you'd be like, no. Well. I mean, <laughs> I mean, th- this one for me. Th- this one's this one seems obvious, right? You gotta say it. I, I every, mean, it's not it's, everyone it's, tunes it's, in every week. I, I, th- this is true. I, for me, it's got to be Christian Watson. You know, I literally. You can go back and read the chat logs from the beginning of the season when I drafted him, and my immediate thought was like, "Oh my God, I can't believe that I drafted him because he fell to me because I I don't want him." You know, I thought he was going to be a I do big remember bust. That. I thought he was a waste of a pick, and then I said, you know, I also said uh, that I'm just gonna, you know, I'm, I'm gonna accept this and I'm gonna meme him into existence. And uh, guess what? You're stuck with the guy. You may as well ride the wave, right? Exactly. And I, God damn it, I, I memed him into existence. So he's my number one. And honestly, the other Christian, uh, not McCaffrey, though people were doubting him too, um, but Christian Kirk, you know, I, I, I've been, kind of been holding the Christian Kirk bag for 
a couple years waiting for him to show out, and this year he finally did, uh, and it felt good. What about you? What, uh, who were who your biggest uh, surprises? I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't say I didn't. Ex- I did not expect Jared Goff to be, like, good. Mm-hmm. And he's been, like, good, which sucks yeah. because now I'm worried that the, uh, you know, Lions are not going to take a quarterback with their first pick if someone like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud rolls by. What, uh, um, what pick do they have right now? It's currently the sixth overall pick because Baker Mayfield keeps winning fucking games. You mean um, uh, Jared Goff? No, Baker. Oh, wait, no, Baker maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's totally right. I think the Lions <laughs> God, there's pick so, is like there's 19 so much, like, or something like that. Can you, can you imagine going back like a year ago being like, damn Baker Mayfield winning games for the Rams? <laughs> so, right? To, to, to lower the Lions pick? Be like, like uh, I beg your pardon, he doesn't even play for them. Yeah, like, uh... He's a free agent. You okay there, buddy? Um... But I'm actually going to go to a different direction. I'm going to say Geno Smith. Geno Smith, that's a good one. Geno Smith in fantasy football is currently quarterback five. Are you serious? He's yes. that high up? He also leads the league in completion percentage while also <laughs> while only having nine interceptions and 29 touchdowns. 70% completion. He also, uh, uh, this is a lesser Oh, sorry, he's back. second now. Joe Burrow, I don't know. Why is... What the hell? It's saying Joe Burrow's higher at 69%. 69's not higher than 70, sleeper. Figure it out. Um, this is also a lesser-known stat, but he actually also uh, leads the league in toughness. He leads the league in that dog in him. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's crazy, though. Yeah, he really showed out this year. Um, I I actually had him, but I dropped him, like, going into the off season um last year which was one of the worst decisions i've ever made easily yeah um i'm i'm just baffled but i'm proud uh any, I, I, anyone else I, I mean as far as success stories uh he's my guy uh obviously those two quarterbacks in general have done very well um there's not really anyone else that pops off. Christian Kirk was one that I was going to say, but as the number one wide receiver for a team, I kind of expected he'd have at least like a pretty good year. I thought he's going to be like in the 900 yard range with some touchdowns. Um, uh-huh. He obviously beat that, uh, which was cool. Um, I did also meme that his contract was horrible, but realistically, it ended up being a good. Uh, you know, a good a good pickup for uh, Jacksonville. I, I think he was underpaid. And now I do. I'll, um, I'll take. <laughs> I'll I take mean, that position. Absolutely, now I do. Uh, but yeah, I think he's done very well. I think people were probably a little low on him. He was the obvious best wide receiver on his team. So yeah, maybe no, the, I, people should have pumped him up a little bit. I, I agree. I think that more people should be signing up to take the the bulky master class. Yes. Um, another one I would say is uh, Jesus obviously just posting his picture in live chat. Um, but it's it's Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, you can yeah, he, you can wow. search my comments if you'd like about him back in like I want to say it was January or March or somewhere in there you know early in the year. 
And I said, I expect him to settle in as like a quality slot guy, maybe like 70 receptions, like 750-ish yards and seven touchdowns, you know, like somewhere in there, like quality yeah. season. Uh, I had the seven touchdowns right at least. Uh, <laughs> well, well, that's good. I kind of missed out on the, uh, you'll probably finish with about 1,200 yards and he currently has 100 receptions. The first Lion to have 100 receptions since Calvin Johnson. Uh, so I was, I was a little off. A little, little low on the guy. Uh, he's just, yeah, he's, as Jesus puts it, he is quite literally unstoppable. Once he, like, he's just, he gets open short. He's just ridiculous. Um, on the flip side, uh, you can't mention disappointments this season without mentoring, mentioning Russell West, or Russell Wilson. Jesus, I can't what, talk. What was that Russell name? Wilson. There we Did go. Did you get like a hex cast on you where you can't say I the had a stroke. properly? I apologize. Yeah, I was banned from saying his name. He was cooking my tongue. That's, uh, that's very fair. I, I would imagine you know what? your tongue I don't follow the NBA, but I have heard here from Hugh just now that uh, Russell Westbrook didn't score for shit this season either. So it's just a Russell W thing. I, we, yeah, I would say that Russell is... Uh, you know what? <laughs> I I thought there was a pun there, and then my brain just stopped. So we'll, we'll, yeah, Russell Wilson sucks is basically what we're getting at. Once you once you get shit talked by Patrick Starr, um, <laughs> you know you can really only go up. You would hope. Uh, yeah, he was he's been awful. Um, Alvin Kamara, Kamara Kamara. I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how to pronounce his name yet. And he's been in the league for like six years, but he was not. I mean, good this year. To, to be fair to you, it's been pronounced both ways by announcers frequently. Okay, um, well, that's so, why. Yeah. Uh, he he has definitely been a uh, a total disappointment, for sure, as an owner. And um, DeAndre Swift, for that matter. Oh, man, there's so many I can just plow through on running back. Running back. Yeah, I mean, you, you could even, yeah, you could, uh, honestly, you could say the same for Jonathan Taylor, too. I think a lot of his was just injury-related, though. It was I mean, bad, but he also wasn't exactly looking. He wasn't setting the sky on fire, but I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. Look at the friggin'. Look at the Colts. For sure, yeah, yeah. Um, the Colts are lucky they won a game this year. If you're a Colts yeah, they... fan and you happen to listen to this pod in like three years when we have, you know, two million subscribers, uh, think about your team in 2022. They were terrible. Uh, they were the worst team in the league. I don't care what Houston's doing. I don't care what the Panthers are. Well, the Panthers actually are not looking that horrible. Why, why are you scolding <laughs> three years of the future Colts fans? Because they're going to forget. Everyone the, forgets. Fair, fair. Everybody does forget. Awful. You know? um, they're terrible. Yeah, they, and they probably they cost the Lions <laughs> a chance at the playoffs. They are pretty terrible. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's somewhat fitting that both... Uh, both horse-based teams uh, are, are looking pretty abysmal right now. It's a great year no. for cats. Yeah, great, great year for cats. Um, who are all the cats? The Lions, the Panthers, the uh, Bengals, the Bengals. Yep, and the Jags. Yeah, it is a pretty solid year for cats. Yeah, um, cats have been doing all right. Uh, birds yeah. have been doing pretty damn good. Have they? Ravens are a disappointment. The, the Cardinals Ravens are, are a disappointment. Make the, playoffs. the Cardinals suck, but the Seahawks are in contention for the playoffs. The Ravens are in the playoffs. The Eagles, I mean, I'm not going to get started about the Eagles. 
It, uh, yeah, that's that's fair. But there's so many bird teams that it, you know, I don't know. It feels like cheating a little bit to to just point to them, you know. There's a lot of bird teams. There's a lot of animal teams. Yeah. We didn't um, forget the Jets. <laughs> the Jets had a chance to help out your boys in Detroit this week against the Seahawks. I'm done with the Jets. Burn it down. Uh, start over. Yeah, I mean the the Jets. Uh, the the Jets are weird because like they are a team that uh, <clears throat> they're they're a team that ultimately blew my expectations away for this year. You know, I thought that they would maybe take a step up, but they they just you know they started they, hot. They yeah they they didn't take a step up. They took a a whole elevator. But the individual pieces on the Jets team have been pretty disappointing. You know. Brees Hall looked amazing, but he got injured. Elijah Moore has been essentially a non-factor. Yeah, we should mention uh, Elijah Moore. Uh... Yeah, I, I would be comfortable saying that Elijah Moore probably deserves to be on He is the, the... number one most disappointing player this year to me. <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah, that is that is a bold claim, but I also wouldn't, uh, wouldn't necessarily Kyle Pitts? disagree with it. When's the last time someone said Kyle Pitts? When's Kyle the last Pitts? time you heard his name? The thing, the thing with Kyle Pitts though is like, uh, I don't blame him. He, I mean, they he don't can pass the ball. he can both have a disappointing season, but my outlook has not changed one iota on him. You know, it's like okay, yeah, he had a bad season with a quarterback that we knew is bad and a coaching staff that we knew is bad. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I don't like, even necessarily uh, say the coaching staff is bad. Yeah, uh, I mean, there. I mean, fair. look at how many games the Falcons won, and before the season, a lot of people were saying they might go winless. Yeah, that, that's that. That is fair. Um, I, I just do feel hate like fantasy football. They love running though. Tyler yeah, Algier, I, dude's flying right now. I feel like uh, I feel like right now Kyle Pitts is having the season that I that we all were kind of expecting him to have last year. You know, you just swap that and. Uh, and nobody's really panicking. I know that you can't really do that with uh, with fantasy and, and especially dynasty, but I'm not worried about Kyle Pitts the same way that like uh, with, with Elijah Moore. Like I am questioning. Like okay, <laughs> like what's what's going on here? Is he actually good or is he or is he bad? God, I'm hoping Elijah Moore gets traded this season so we can find out. Yeah. I mean, he he looked so impressive his rookie campaign, but this year, like, even with all the hiccups on the Jets, you know, you had Garrett Wilson eat his lunch, and yeah. Corey Davis still looks, you know, good when when he's healthy. The few times that he's healthy, he looks like a he looks like a quality NFL wide receiver at least. Yeah, and and, and even Braxton Berrios was like getting in on the action, um, and you know there was like a couple other guys that were making uh, some like uh, you know pretty decent catches and. Elijah Moore, he, you know, I don't know if you can call what has happened to him character concerns per se, but uh, like even I when he was seeing him the in the field. fifth round of a draft, I think maybe sixth. No, I took him in the fifth because I got Amon Ross St. Brown in the sixth of that draft. Hell of yeah. course you did. <laughs> um, only because Jesus was in that league and I knew he wouldn't make it to the seventh. Um, but yeah, I got. Uh, Elijah Moore, and that one hurt. That one really hurt. Yeah, I, mean, I that, bet, man. That team finished, like, 1-13 or something. 
Too many. Yeah. Things, um, but, I mean, Zach another. Wilson. An, uh, another bust. Yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson is like a, a historical bust. Uh, but I, I think we the kind sentiment... of ex- a lot of people kind of expected. Yeah, the, it. I took the, the him. Sentiment... He's like the twentieth quarterback off the board because he was a second year player, second overall pick. I'm like, yeah, why not? Yeah, the, the I, I learned around him was. The, the sentiment around him was far more negative than uh, than it was with um, uh, than it was with Elijah Moore. Um, I, I think another one that you gotta say is a disappointment, not necessarily due to his own fault, but uh, the other fantasy relevant Elijah, um, Elijah Mitchell. You know, a lot of people thought that he would kind of hold on to that job and. You know, he got injured, and they also brought in Christian McCaffrey. So, yeah, bringing in Christian McCaffrey. I, uh... <laughs> so there's a career. <laughs> well, what's fun is I had uh, Naheem Hines, and when he got traded to Buffalo, I actually traded Hines in a third for Elijah Mitchell, which obviously that was the same week that McCaffrey went to the Niners. Uh-huh. Um, and honestly, I'm still fine with that pick or with that trade. That pick will end up being like 30th-ish overall um, uh-huh. in Superflex. But, I mean, Elijah Mitchell's a good player when he's healthy. I'm like, why not? Yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's like, fine. and uh, Obviously, and, well, and the way that McCaffrey plays, I can see them both being on the field at the same time. I mean, even when he was uh, playing, like, his numbers, he's not someone you want to start every week, but, like, you have a deep roster or you need someone you can throw in your flex or someone you can throw in on by. Like, shit, the guy was averaging, like, 10 touches a game, whatever. Yeah, that that's fair. I I think that you know uh, the Niners they clearly want to be a, a run first team, and I think next year there there's so many quarter uh, questions at the quarterback position. Where I mean, right now we we are currently looking at uh, uh, we are currently looking at Brock Purdy versus Trey Lance next year. And, you know, cover your ears, Trey Lance fans. But I, I think that it is dangerously, I think it is dangerously close. And uh, there isn't an obvious answer there. And I think that uh, Shanahan's going to want to rely on that run game. And, you know, Christian McCaffrey, I don't, I don't think that he's injury prone. I, really. I think that's really overstated. But uh, I think that having the, the, the 2A on that offense is going to be very valuable uh, moving forward, for sure. Apparently, the Niners are 9-0 and since they got McCaffrey. I had no idea. Y- yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> they're I'll, cruising. Also, dude, they're, I'm telling I you. I knew man. they were really good. I, I'm like, always yeah. like, it's them and the Eagles in the NFC, obviously. But yeah, like, may, may, maybe you can answer a question for me. Yeah, sure. Um, do you know how many games Brock Purdy has lost? Zero. Zero. Yeah, that's right. Um, the dude's like third in odds for rookie of the year, and he's played like four games. <laughs> that's that's high key hilarious. Um, I'm gonna pull up the uh, Niners schedule now because I'm at, I was asked if they were slapped by the Chiefs, which is very possible. I mean, the Chiefs are also very good. Wait, yeah, that um, that can't be true that they that they uh, have gone nine to zero with Christian McCaffrey because they did lose to the Chiefs. Um, yeah, they did get slapped by the Chiefs. Hold on, one, two, three. That was 10 weeks ago. They lost 44 to 23. Yeah, but the, yeah, that that was when they uh, first got Christian was McCaffrey. Was that when they first got him? I'm yeah, gonna look that at the was. box score here. Yep, they did I, have I remember... Christian McCaffrey. Hugh, you liar. You I, lied I remember, to me. I remember they <laughs> he had was not Christian full McCaffrey. go. He only had like seven touches. Yeah, they, they had Christian McCaffrey because 10, everybody. Whatever. 
everybody was pointing to that game being like, oh, Christian McCaffrey and the Niners, see, he's washed. He's not really that good. Like, this is what it was going to be. Yeah. Everybody was chirping. They 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 were turning into Tweety Bird, you know? But They're a wagon, though. Yeah, nine straight. They are, I mean, pretty much a lock to get a two seed at this point. Because, I mean, the fucking is terrible. Yeah, I said it. I don't even care. There could be a Vikings fan listening right now. They're terrible. I don't know how they're twelve and four. They're awful. They're frauds. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, I've said this many times, but I, I do think that, uh, I think that the Niners are are going deep. They're going deep, baby. They're going deep. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as a team or a fan of a team who I'm hoping wins the eight or the seven seed here. Uh, who makes the playoffs, who would probably face the Niners in the first round. Uh, well, it's a nice console. It's nice to make the playoffs, at least. Oh, well, I, I appreciate <laughs> your, your positive attitude. I, you know? I don't have a ton of hope. I do think the Lions are very hot right now. I do think they could, you know, they could steal one. But I would also probably put a couple dollars on the 49ers as a win-win. <laughs> oh, that's no, fair. the Lions lost. They made $100. That's, that's that's fair. That way you can't be disappointed. Yeah, you, and you're always win, coming out on top. they won their first playoff game since I was born. Oh, no. Yeah, it, it is crazy. They, they literally have not won a playoff game since I was born either. And I, I'm a couple years older than you. It is Yeah, it is the emotional hedge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite kind of hedge yep either i'm buying myself something to drink the pain away with the money that they got me by losing or i don't have to drink the pain away because they win yeah you you want to experience win. that in the sober light of day you know exactly i want to be sober as hell when they win we will be insufferable I, lions I, just lions nation in this server will be insufferable if they make the playoffs and win which we do have a pretty, pretty. We, uh, we've got some lions in here. We will come in with yeah. a vengeance. I believe that. I, I've, I don't know if I've ever been uh, able to hey, we got believe Austin anything ish. as easily as that. Is he? Is he? Uh, is he Lions Nash? Well, he was a Rams fan from St. Louis, I think. But uh, since they moved, he needed a new team. And when the Lions played the Eagles Week One, he said, "Whoever he, lo- whoever lost, he'd root for the underdog for the rest of his life." But he also can't name seven <laughs> players on the Lions, so. Okay, okay. He can't even name the problem. Wait, what do you mean the problem? Uh, the problem? Have I uh, introduced you to my main man, James Houston? He's a problem. <laughs> okay, all right. Twenty-four-year-old rookie out of Jackson State, sixth-round. Is pick. that his nickname? His nickname is Da Problem. I'm pretty Pro- sure so far he has eight sacks in six games. That's stupid. <laughs> He's ridiculous. He's the problem. That's, that's that is ridiculous. I literally have nothing to say other than that's absurd. What? What? Yes. what? He's the problem. Yeah, you guys better. Uh, you guys. He's play a practice the, the pack- squad guy. They pulled him up. You guys play the Packers, right? Yep. Yeah, you guys. You guys better win, man. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, but we'll see. That's why we play the games. Um, moving on. This topic is uh, just highlighted as now what. 
Um, we uh, kind of broke up into uh, more discussion questions here. We'll just go through. Uh, the first one here is, uh, how are you approaching the offseason now? Football's over. Well, for us, I mean, we're going to watch the games, but we don't have to do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's interesting to say uh, – uh, <laughs> it's interesting to approach that question, you know, um, given that there, there, there still is – ostensibly uh, a lot of football left. Happening. Yeah, I mean, we, we still have a whole other week of the regular season, and then we basically have a month of playoff football. Um, we do have a chance to make another Gabe Davis. We do have a chance to make another da- Gabe Davis, for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna, you know, not not to bring it back to the to the level of you know serious from the beginning of the episode, but I, the the rest of the season is a little bit complicated for me. You know, this this week did shake me up a little bit with my with my approach. But typically, every year um, for football, I mean, I I watch all of it, and then I really don't pay that much attention to. Uh, really much of the incoming rookies or anything like that until the draft actually happens because in in my head it's just it's just so much speculation that i'm going to be wrong about um and uh like yeah so i i just (laughs) i don't know i don't don't really see like too much of a reason to keep up with it until that happens because draft capital like is probably like 80 percent of uh of of the rookie process now um it might be so yeah like i honestly like it it really feels like okay draft capital like just just get somebody and uh with the draft capital and that like that's it um so yeah i mean you know i'll like i i usually like being on the server and you know talking and getting in pointless uh Arguments, you know, the whole internet thing. Yeah, um, but yeah, do. I, I I do like touching a little bit of grass, um, for sure. That that that's my typical approach. Uh, how about how about you? Um, I basically turn it off. I'm I'm gonna watch the games, <laughs> but I'm just like gonna watch the games as like you know like the casual fan who just doesn't really care like who catches balls anymore. Uh-huh. Um. I'm pretty much going to forget what YPRR stands for. Uh, like, stuff like that. As you um, should. Like, if someone's going to ask me some sort of dynasty question, I swear to God, it's going to be, like, the end of the month, and I'm just going to look at him. I don't even know what fantasy football is. Like, No, no. I mean, you... you, you I, gotta, I go brain dead. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, you you got you to gotta focus on the bigger things in life, you know? Yeah, you gotta... he was telling me to touch grass. I'm not going to see grass until May, dude. I live in Michigan. Yeah, he's in Michigan. You know, you, you got to... <laughs> You got a kid. You, you got a young. Is. You got a young kid. So you gotta you gotta watch them take their first steps. Take them to recitals. You know, watch them get married. You know, all yeah, in exactly. one. All in one off season. I gotta you know, do that they, before they... the. We gotta do that before the draft episode. Like, <laughs> right. I got, right. I got you, stuff going on. He, he, he's got a lot of recitals to go to, and you want this man to recite YPPR? Yeah. You want, and you want me to, to touch grass? We'll do that. Come but on. You want him to? Come on. <laughs> get real. <laughs> Jeez, I have to walk down. I have to walk my daughter down the aisle. I don't have time to talk about. Yeah, uphill both Average ways. depth of target. Wait, like, what is that? What does what, that mean? What does it mean? Who cares? Average, average. Yeah. I don't care about air yards. <laughs> no. Um, it's it's pretty much yeah. I, I mean, obviously I'll be here. 
but it's gonna spiral yeah that that sounds that, <laughs> it's that the sounds off season <laughs> it's I, the off season i don't know We're if i like how things. ominous that statement is i'll be here but i'm but it'll be a spiral well it will the the whole server i mean we've all been here. oh yeah yeah okay we okay, know yeah. we know how it goes in the right. off season we we're gonna talk about Jalen Hyatt for at least six months. You've never even heard I, of the guy. I literally don't know who that is. He's probably gonna be a first round wide receiver. You ever heard of John Ross? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, um, super the super athletic guy who uh, he's, he's very fast. Yeah, he's he's very fast. He was on he's the he was boy. on the Bengals, right? And I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like 38. Um, he's 38. No. <laughs> That's what we call it exaggeration. No, okay. I actually have no. I think he's like twenty-one. There's a different guy that's old. I see. This is. I'm already turning it off. Uh, but yeah, that's. This is just how the off season works around here. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's. I actually enjoy it. Yeah. The, we no, the, we'll the, talk about stupid I, shit. Yeah, I, I honestly think that the off season might be like. No, it, it's not more fun than the regular season. Let, let's let's get real. But at the height of the off season, it can be comparable. My favorite thing that I'm going to do is after the draft especially like when i have my drafts uh i'm just gonna post all of my teams and then act like other people care about who i have so everybody on this server (laughs) (laughs) how does that hey check out my roster how sick is this and then everyone looks at it and they're like hey nice draft and then they just completely wipe it it's not worth their brain space yeah and i'm the same way i'll look at it i'll be like yeah nice job i like your draft and then like i don't give a shit man my my favorite is when people <laughs> post the uh, the pics of their their entire team from Sleeper. Oh yeah, and it's but they're like some like eight team like eight man league, and it's like you got like thirty person benches and oh look at my sweet team I got Amon Ra St Brown on my bench because it's so deep, and then you look and there's only one other team in the league. Stuff like I mean, that. To be fair. <laughs> That is it's a start cool. one wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a one receiver league, two 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 man. I like it. <laughs> I start Jamar Chase. I lost this week because he started Justin Jefferson. We're gonna do it again mm-hmm. next week. <laughs> Same time next week, man. <laughs> just just you wait until the buys. Just the two when of I, us. When I have to start Tyreek Hill instead. Ah oh, damn. They're playing the Jets, so he's going to get shut down by Sauce Gardner with a lot of holding. Yeah, well, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I see. Whoa. It. Okay. Hey, it's not a okay. penalty if you get away with it. What is, <laughs> that, that is true. Um, um, but yeah, other than that, like, what are you looking forward to this offseason? Uh, you know, I. Like, I fantasy really, or not? Like, just in general? I mean, fantasy or not? Uh,. Uh, are, are we talking off season like starting now or off season after like the Super Bowl? Yeah, it's vague. I wrote it. <laughs> I know that's why I'm going straight to the <laughs> yeah, source. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just wrote it as like a generic question, so we'd have something to talk about. Ah, that, that, that so is fair. Use your own interpretation. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think uh, I think there's a lot to my my God. I just like. I just had like a Jimmy Neutron brain blast moment where I'm yeah. like, dude, we're we're in January of 2023. Yep, <laughs> it is 2023, it's, baby, the year of the draft. Yeah, it it is the year of the draft. Isn't it also the year of the duck? Am I am I right? Is I that don't a know, thing? man. Did I just make that up? 
The Year of the Duck would be a good year. <clears throat> the Year of the Duck would be a great name. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. I mean, the the rest of the year typically. It is yeah, the Year for... of the Rabbit. That's right. Okay, I don't know why my brain went to duck. Uh, rabbits are rabbits are cool. Rab- rabbits are cool for sure. Yeah. Um, they hop around, you know, they chew on stuff. Yeah. Big ears. Yeah, they they get after it. Um, yeah, the, I don't know. I mean, I am really looking forward to, honestly, uh, you know, football-wise. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing the, this draft finally happen. You know, the, there's been uh, seemingly, like, what, two or three years of buildup now for this draft? Yeah. Um, it, like, like the, the hype has been insane. So I am really looking forward to this one kind of happening so that people can – uh, you know, assess 24 and beyond properly now because just for the longest time, like, I feel like ever since 2020, like, people have been like, you know what, just this trade all it. those picks. Like, like, get ready for 23, boys. Um, so I think that that's going to be really interesting and, you know, hopefully it lives up to the hype. Um, I think this has got to be the most hyped class since 2017, right? Uh, probably. Um, that was that was the year with like Mixon and Fournette and all those guys, right? That was with Mixon, Fournette, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Delvin Kamara, Cook. yeah, Dalvin Cook. Uh, <laughs> like, I think also it had like uh, CMC, Corey Davis. Yeah, I, I already said him. Yeah, yeah, it had Corey Davis. Mm, I think it had Mike like Williams, Chris Godwin, John yeah, Ross, Mike Williams, John John Ross. Uh, yeah, Man, imagine so, taking a wide receiver in that draft. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Oops. you would have you you would have done goofed for sure. Other than I, I'm pretty sure Chris Godwin was in that draft, wasn't he? Or am I? Well, yeah, I got him at the end of the second round. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, that'll that'll be super interesting. Uh, other than that, this year, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to trying to like eventually plan like a. I I might be going to Canada sometime for work. That that'll be fun. Um. I would love to get to Japan because uh, me and my friends, we were literally supposed to go on this like group trip to Japan in 2020. And in, uh, uh, 2020. We, we all know what happened there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It should, should be should be another good year. Uh, I feel like last year was was pretty decent. Uh, you got anything you're looking forward to? I mean, uh, you, you, other than all those recitals, I mean. Well, yeah, I have a lot of recitals to go to. Um, but I guess fantasy football related, I'm really excited to get started on this, uh, TDM Rivals League. If you haven't seen it, pop into the channel, TDM Rivals, a lot of information there. Also threw it in announcements. Was this question just a plug? (laughs) It's not, but I have to get it in there because no one looks at announcements unless I tell them to. True. Yeah. That's why you give me the at everyone permission. Well, I'm about to start. (laughs) I swear to God, I'm going to get yelled at. Sign up. It's ten bucks. You might even get your money back if you win, and even then, you might get your money back. Depends on how many people sign up. It's a whole thing. I, Look it up. I can't. I can't think of a better way to sell that. Yeah, I know. But it'll, <laughs> it'll be, it's, it's too intricate. I don't want to dive into the whole thing here, but it's a lot of fun. for sure. I, I think yeah. it's a neat idea. So no, no, I, I, I think it's a great idea. And sign I, up, I, make I, my dreams come true. I, I will. I will. <laughs> uh, I, I will definitely sign up 
and it'll be a good time. I hope other people sign up too, because uh, you know they, they, this is a solid community, and uh, you know I'd, I'd like to see more shit talking. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, I'm generally a pretty low key guy. Um, I really, uh, I have a pool. I'm looking forward to uh, my daughter. She turns one in April, so uh, she'll get to go swimming for the first time. Nice. Uh, so I get to do stuff like that. Um, so I'm really looking forward to, you know, like boring parent stuff that is no longer boring the moment you become a parent. Like like the recitals. Yeah. That that's become a parent. Um, yeah. So yeah, I guess it's, it's just stuff like that. I don't really go out and do too much. Uh, my parents are snowbirds, so I'll probably go down to visit them in Florida at some point here in the next couple of months. That'll be nice. Uh, get out of the snow for a week. Yeah, I, I am um, actually going to uh, Minnesota this weekend, so I'm going into the snow. Yeah, that's a little that's a little uh, aggressive, <laughs> for lack yeah. of a better term. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I guess that's pretty much how I'm going to be spending uh, most of my off season, and most of the summer here is just uh, just kind of chilling, nice. working, and when I'm not working, uh, just doing new parent things. I like chilling, but if uh, may I may I give you a recommendation? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, since you like chilling, may I recommend vibing? Oh, I'm a big fan of vibing. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll just crank that up. Would, that would be the I'll case. bust out like a playlist, like some sure sure, some uh, still woozy. Uh, you know, and I'll just vibe. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, and I guess uh, last uh, last question on the now what topic is uh, when do you turn it back on? Like when when do you just like decide like it's fantasy football season again? Uh, I, usually, I know Dynasty is it's a year long thing, obviously. But there's also times long, you're like, I need a second. Like yeah, it it's it a year long thing. But I mean, realistically, it's like I don't know. In my head, it's basically just like like if redraft is what like four months long. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Like. I would I would say that total like dynasty is probably like five months <laughs> instead of four. Well, except except that your brain is just thinking longer term, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't really turn it on until draft night. Uh, for the NFL, I mean. Yeah. Like I I, I always watch the NFL draft with friends and. We'll be here know. by the way for the draft. Yeah. Maybe not here. Uh, we might actually have just like a chat, just a general chat. We'll all just yell over each other. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll hoot and holler and whatnot. Um, but yeah, usually I watch the draft with people, get excited about the landing spot, and, you know, for me, uh, being a Bears fan, <laughs> you know, the, this draft is going to be very exciting, uh, given that we have a realistic shot at getting the, the number one overall pick. Our, well, our I think sleeper, it's number two. N- no, no, it's, it's going to be number one, because Lovey Smith is a sleeper agent, for the bears and and we we said the we said the code phrase so he's been activated this week he's going to win it you sure um, lovey's a sleeper agent after he was fired wait was lovey smith fired by the texans no he was fired by the bears oh for sure dude he that, that man like loves chicago he, he he coached at the university of illinois do you know how trash that school is at football hey, he made them like 500 which is actually impressive. Exactly. And do you know why he made that team specifically 500? For the love of Chicagoland. 
I'm not. Don't Helping look up where out. Urbana Champagne is on a map. That's Chicagoland, okay? I know exactly where that is. Um, it's, it's basically, it's like Chicagoland is. You have to remember, people. It's like a hundred mile radius. I mean, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm basically uh, in Chicago. It only takes me like two and a half hours to get there. Yeah, you might be in Chicagoland then. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, no, I, I mean, th there still is a chance that uh, that the Bears get the number one overall pick, and even if they don't, you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, saddled up with the likely number two. Right? Are we locked in for the number two? I, I haven't. I think you are tied record wise with the Broncos. But... Russell Wilson is ass. <laughs> How yeah. is that bad? But I'm not positive. I'm not. I'm not looking at the standings right now. I could be yeah, wrong. I, I, Someone. I could thought last me time that chat. I saw we were I firmly the number. I, I I thought last time I saw that we were firmly the number two. Oh, let's see. League standings. ESPN's actually apparently good for something. Uh, actually, yeah. Broncos are four and twelve along with the Cardinals somehow. Uh, well, obviously the. Bears are three and thirteen, so it looks like uh, you're yeah. luck. That's right. So yeah, there's a chance that we get the number one overall pick. Right now we have the number two. We're gonna be fielding offers. Uh, you can't get worse than the third pick. I yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're gonna be fielding offers, or we're gonna be assessing, you know, top level talent with with that pick. So there's so much reason to be optimistic uh about the bears you know given how this season has gone with the emergence of justin fields and everything so yeah i'm gonna turn it back on on draft night then it'll probably go into a nice slumber for a while and then uh kind of pick up near the end of training camp um this th you know what <laughs> let me backtrack a little bit there is more that I'm looking forward to this year that I just remembered that is football related, and that is the, the USFL baby or XFL. XFL baby. XFL yeah. baby. This is going to be the year of alternative football, baby. All right, we I'm got in. the XFL, we got the USFL, we got the FCFL, and we got the CFL. We got so many FLs, it's not even funny. Okay, we're full so if, of FLs. We're, we're full of FLs, for sure. Uh, try saying that five times fast. No. But... <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to those uh, to those leagues. You know, I don't get into them nearly as much as the NFL, but they are a damn good time if you open up your heart and your mind to them, okay? I'm actually so very I... excited for the XFL because they had the draft and uh, Western Michigan's Caleb Ellaby, who tried to get yeah. drafted this last year and didn't. Uh, was is going to be a starter for Houston in the XFL. So I'm like, hey, there's someone there that I know. Hell yeah. Yeah, there, yeah there's a exciting. couple of names. Like, oh my God, it's a huge hell of a player in the MAC. Like, they're not yeah. bad players. <laughs> yeah, it's not I mean, bad football, people. I mean, is it NFL? No, but they're the best players in the world. But like, That's still, what I'm saying. Still good uh, fucking players in these leagues. Yeah, if you love the MAC, then you'll love the USFL and the XFL. <laughs> okay? Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's, that, that, that is easily the most uh, we love maction here we do this is a maction pod but uh yeah uh i think all those leagues are going to be fun except for maybe the the usfl that or not not the usfl the uh, fcfl so uh, uh. <laughs> um uh de has uh kind of in the oh, yeah. here a little for a second the bears can yeah. drop to the fourth overall pick if they win and both uh 
if Arizona, Denver, Arizona and Denver loses. lose, Arizona and Denver are going to lose, but it's the the Bears are we're gonna we're gonna lose. We're gonna we're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, right. plus uh like I said, I have personally activated Lovey Smith. So be on the lookout for a rare Texans dub this weekend. Yes. Um on my side I'm, I'm pretty much the same as you. I turned it on basically like a week before and after the draft. Uh, don't send me a trade offer in July. I don't care. Um, <laughs> that's just how it is. Uh, yeah. I'll, it'll sit there until August. Yeah, um, like be- beginning of August, like those couple weeks, you know, kind of leading up to the illustrious Hall pre-season. of Fame game. Oh, the oh the Hall of Fame game. I'm so excited for the 12-hour podcast covering the Hall of Fame game. It's it's going to be exhausting, but you it's know what? I I think it's going to be worth it, and it's going to be something that we're going to be proud of, and also you know something that you can you can show your daughter, you know, Burn Junior. Yep. Little little Ember. Burnett. Yeah. Burn <laughs> Burnett. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm not too invested during the off season. The one thing that's pretty much going to keep me tied in at all into uh fantasy football is tdm rivals sign up today we got signups and announcements we got signups <laughs> in the tdm rivals channel Whoa. i'm probably gonna be throwing stuff in there in dynasty talk all the time because like i'm annoying sign up ten dollars it's not that big of a deal it's a new type of dynasty well it's not even dynasty it's redraft so that kind of sucks but like what are you gonna do sign up it's great mfl costs two hundred dollars so i need to at least get 20 of you guys to sign up so i can pay for it all right, I just hey. posted uh, Burns' name in the chat. I want everybody to tomato react at him. Throw tomatoes yeah, throw at tomatoes him. throw tomatoes at him. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> this entire podcast is just me trying to get people to sign up so I don't have to throw 200 yeah, bucks out of Boo this man. <laughs> I mean, other than that, uh, we got some community stuff. Uh, we just have like some little information here, and then we're just going to dive into uh, the pod questions here. So, obviously, this is season two. This is the last week of the fantasy season. Uh, we are wrapping up the season, at least like the regular weekly episodes today. Uh, this is it for us. It takes a lot of work, at least for me to write this. I mean, and by a lot, I mean like an hour, but, you know, we don't get paid. And like, so, <laughs> that's, I mean, God. federal minimum wage is only seven twenty five, guys. So, you know, exactly. you want to yeah. send this guy a coffee, Patreon, you yeah, know, exactly. or something. Yeah. You know, plus the hour and a half plus, you know, Pete has to do, I don't know how long it takes Pete to do this, but like he kind of yells at us if we go over an hour and a half. So, yeah, I mean, uh-huh. yeah, we're, we'll probably have a, uh, another episode as like a Super Bowl preview and or a catch up show like before and after the Super Bowl. But otherwise, we're probably wrapping up here for today. We expect us to kind of ramp up again. We're going to kick off season three with the combine. Uh, we'll probably have a pre and post draft show. I know Elb and uh, Josh want to do a show about the draft because they are far more in tune with like actual college players than we are. Uh, I don't know if Elb being with like campus to Canton, like being really like, good with college players. I don't know if that's a whole thing, but they'll do a good job. So yeah, we're gonna kick off season three that way, uh, and we're just gonna yeah draft mini camp, uh, combine that kind of thing before getting back into it for the preseason. Well, we'll hit so, all the major milestones. Exactly. Of, we'll be you back. Know, the, yeah. Well, don't don't. <laughs> Realistically, <laughs> and, it's like yeah, we just don't have anything to talk about in like July. 
It yeah. Just well, well, you know, we could we could make like the fabled, uh, you know, the fabled Pokemon episode. We could do the lost episode, the end of season two, just hidden. But if you were here, you knew it happened, and it's just about like the dumbest shit we can think of. Yeah, I, I prefer not to think of it as a lost episode, and I, I more surprise would rather think of it's it not a surprise a, if we say it right now like well yeah but i i, I don't want to think of it as a lost episode i want to think of it as a found episode you know uh, an episode where you can really find, find yourself that episode, that's sure. that's where i was going with it <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be incredible yeah it's gonna be good um, yeah so that's uh that's where we're going with this so yeah unless you have anything to add uh, about the schedule for the podcast here let's just get into the community questions and get out of here and call it a call it a season yeah, let's let, let's hit it up. You know, hit, hit us up with your questions if uh, if you're listening. You know, uh, we're just gonna go right down the list here. Uh, we've got 20 minutes left until uh, Pete kills us. Um, I'm just gonna start with Steph uh, because we already we already hit on Jack's impressive shiny Pokemon question earlier uh, before the podcast even started. So if you weren't here, I mean, well, sorry. So Steph asks. Uh, so Patriots are making the playoffs. That's not a question. You made that as a statement. Uh, maybe um, he just forgot the punctuation. He did potentially forget the punctuation. Like, so Patriots yeah. are well, making wait, the playoffs, but he's also no, telling no, us to no, say he, yes. He, no, he, he he literally did. He literally forgot the punctuation. He said, so Patriots are making the playoffs. And that that should have been like a question mark. Sentence? And then, in the, well, in italics, it says say yes. So, like, that to me says that it, it's up for interpretation. Are the Patriots making so the so Patriots are making the playoffs? So Patriots are making the playoffs. You know that that's that's how I read it. Mm. Uh, the the answer is no though. No, not a, not at all. Uh, the Patriots are playing a Bills team that just came together uh, for very obvious reasons. They're gonna be out. They're gonna be out for it. They're gonna is that a win and in situation? Uh, for the Patriots, I don't know i don't see strength of schedule unfortunately uh i'm on espn's bullshit that gives you like the schedule with like or like the standings with all that jazz um oh apparently it is a win and in for the patriots but they're also playing the bills yeah that's that's um, gonna be that's gonna be jacksonville is playing tennessee uh but they're probably getting the division title there so, and there are two spots up for grabs. The other teams playing are Pittsburgh and Miami, who are both 8-8. Eight eight. Um, I'm just going to look at the schedule here to see who they're playing, but I would imagine either of those teams has an easier game, since I believe, personally, that the Bills are the best team in the league. So, for Week 18, the Steelers are playing uh, the Browns. The 7-9 Browns. Uh, and this is... Is this in Pittsburgh? Looks. Oh no, it's in. Yeah, it's in Pittsburgh. I think. Uh, so yeah, they, I was they have a home game, uh, a home rivalry game against a team with a worse record than them. And then who is the other team? Uh, Dolphins, obviously. The Dolphins are playing the Jets at. at the the Dolphins haven't locked home. up a spot. The Dolphins have lost five straight. Have they really? Yes. Well, two is out. Two has been hurt. Man, that is, that is something that just. I know, I know, but that that just still kind of creeps up on me because he was. Which like, they're starting Tyler or Skylar Thompson, I believe, but I don't think it. But the Jets are starting whoever the Jets are starting, so it's not like they have a quarterback advantage. The the Jets are they're probably starting Mike White, right? 
I would assume so. Uh, but they also said that they've got Zach Wilson's back and that he's their guy and it's the last week of the season in a game that doesn't matter for them because they've been eliminated. So I would not be surprised if they started Zach Wilson. Um, but either way... <laughs> Please, no. Yeah, but either way, the Patriots are at the Bills. While the Dolphins and Steelers are hosting a worse team at home. I just don't see the Patriots making the playoffs. Yeah. no. They're probably the best team of the three right now. But hey, Patriots are definitely a good team. Like I, I don't say that as a slight to them that I don't. I mean, think I watched them to... pummel the Lions this year in person. Right. Yeah, but you saw Bailey. You got zapped up. I close didn't get zapped. Personal. But you, you didn't get zapped, or you did? I did. I got zapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got. I was a foot <laughs> away from him. It was gorgeous. It was glorious. Yeah. I felt like a little tingle. It was like static. Um. But yeah, I just I don't see it. I'm fine with it being wrong. I want to see the best football possible in the postseason, and I think that happens if the Patriots make the playoffs versus the Steelers or the Dolphins at this point. But, no. You're not beating the Bills. It's just not going to happen. No. And yeah, one of those yeah. other two teams is going to win. Yep. And the Jags, I they're, they're just locked in already. I, I don't even think it matters, because I think if the Titans beat them, then they just win the uh, division instead. So that's just a divisional spot. Who cares about the record? So yeah, that's 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 where uh, that's where the season's at for the Patriots. Um, moving on, because again, we have now 15 minutes left, roughly. Uh, <laughs> actually, we have 20. I start I started the I started the stream. Four are you are you, so are you counting down? I am. We, have, we only have so much time, and people start throwing questions in pod questions. If we just like keep going, they'll keep going too. So we gotta right, let people know. Right. Like, if you got a question, it better be good, or I'll skip you. Dmuse asks. <laughs> I don't know what the answer to this is because I don't know what he's talking about. But he says, "Does Petrino bring back the neck brace to play or to call plays for AM? I don't know. What happened to Bobby Petrino? It, I don't know why he's in a neck, a brace? neck injury. Uh, if someone could tell me in live chat what's going on with this, uh, I don't know. I can't answer that. Uh, but he also says, "Also, why are the Steelers making the playoffs? Uh, we answered uh, that with the previous question." <laughs> Uh, Except I also, I mean, I mean it's a toss-up, right? I mean, they're, they're, the they're, they're, they're going to make the playoffs because if there Who is a guy... Who has a harder strength of schedule between the Steelers and the Dolphins? I mean, if there, it, it, it's a lot simpler than that. Than that, if there is a god, they don't want me to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. All right, and then they'll make the playoffs. All right, there, there it is. Um, Check Your Corners asks... Uh, do you see Jamison Williams expanding his role next season? Yeah. I actually did see him uh, at one point change the question a little bit, edit it, uh-huh. uh, to include Amon Ross St. Brown and DJ Chark being in the mix. Um, yes. DJ Chark is on a one-year contract. I would not be surprised if he re-signed because he has been good for the Lions. Uh, Josh Reynolds is also in the last year of his contract. But all of these guys were already signed with Detroit before they drafted Jamison Williams. They very obviously have a plan for him. They're designing touches for him, as shown by his 41-yard rush last week. He's going to get his. I don't know if he'll necessarily be the guy you want to start every week. He'll be the kind of guy that gets like... like, Look at Gabe Davis this year. He has like, oh, three catches for three touchdowns and 140 yards or nothing. 
because there's a lot of long ball guys right now with him and Shark and uh, Reynolds on that team, and they're all doing well this year. And Amon Ra is pretty much the only guy on that team that does what he does. Um, they might design more slot stuff for him. The way he's been used right now has been pretty simple. He's coming back from an ACL. I would assume he's going to be much better next year. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the question is just, like, if if he's going to have an expanded role. And, I well, mean, obviously, he yeah. He, he, yeah, it's, it's a slam dunk, yeah. I mean, he if gets, you like, drafted, three targets a game right now. Right. If you if you drafted Jamison Williams this year, you did it with the expectation that next year is year one. So, yeah. I mean, barring... Yeah barring some freak injury rest of season or in the off season um i i would i would say yeah easily <laughs> he's, yeah he's a very talented player the lions obviously want to use very talented players he'll be fine yeah it might not be immediate because they do have a lot of mouths to feed uh is against what people want to think about how the nfl works um, there are a lot of good players who aren't necessarily great fantasy starts who will still get their targets. Just because you don't necessarily like Josh Reynolds as a fantasy start doesn't mean he won't get his six targets a game. Um, so that'll probably annoy people when there's like the random blow-up games for DJ Shark or Josh Reynolds or whoever, Khalif Raymond. But, yeah, he'll be fine. It might take a year, but it's, it's he's going to keep getting better. Um... Steph asks, can you teach me how to swim? No, I'm not certified. I don't know about you. I'm not a certified uh, swimming instructor. I am also not a certified uh, uh, swimming instructor, but I was on the swim team from second grade to fifth grade. Oh, nice. So would yeah. you say you're an above average swimmer then? No. Oh, me neither. I swim like a rock. <laughs> I, no, I've lost like all that skill, obviously. Like, yeah, it's, it's been it's been a second. It's been twenty. It's, it's been a, it's been a Whatever. minute. Um, and beyond that, no, I'm not taking that liability. If you drown, I'm not paying for that. DF Austin asks us: uh, Levis on the Lions at sixth overall, and Stroud on the Panthers at ninth overall. Is the draft capital and situation enough to make you consider taking Levis over Stroud? Uh, just curious how much you guys weigh landing spots for quarterbacks specifically. Uh. I I literally think that I I don't think for for quarterback I don't think that landing spot matters at all. I uh, w with the top end talent if if you're a top end talent It'll at work. the quarter at the quarterback position like two things are going to be true. Number 1, you're going to be a a, a great prospect. Uh, and number two, you're going to land on a bad team. <laughs> like that's the whole point of a of a team taking you first overall. Um, so, no, I I think I think between those two, I would still definitely uh, not take Levis first. It's for me, it's difficult. I am very hardline draft capital when it comes to drafting in fantasy football. I assume that professionals who watch every snap of every player when they're trying to draft them know more than I do. That being said, I generally take a combination of draft cap and college production and then look who they're playing against before I make that decision. Um, so if someone's like like Bailey Zappi, who if you look at his college production, it's absolutely insane. Um, and then he's taken by a team who generally, generally knows what they're doing. Um, but it's fourth rounder. 
well, as soon as he's a fourth rounder, I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll throw a fourth round dart at him because why not? Um, and he actually looked pretty decent. Uh, same with like Brock Purdy. Generally speaking, uh, the San Francisco 49ers know what they're doing. He was decent in college, but he was a seventh-round pick. I believe Mr. Irrelevant, but I'm not entirely certain. He was Mr. Irrelevant. Yes. Okay, thank you. Um, but it's like, sure, I'll throw a dart. When it comes to like sixth versus ninth overall, that's kind of a preference pick. Uh, so I would probably still take Stroud over Levis just because situations change and quarterbacks generally, especially if they're good, play 15 to 20 years. Um, and the situation, they're going to outlast the situation by a mile. Um, the only way where I would nece- not necessarily do that is, like in the case of the Lions, where they have one Pro Bowl offensive lineman and then four alternates, uh, Levis could have a better rookie year, and then maybe I'll try to trade him for Stroud plus a little something, because he could just have a better rookie year because of all the pieces around him, while the Panthers don't really have anyone other than DJ Moore. Uh, so maybe I'd try to leverage the value a little bit, but at the end of the day, I would try to end up with Stroud in that situation. Yeah, I just I feel like uh, I feel like going for Levis, while it could work, um, it could also blow up in your face spectacularly. You know, it's um, kind of like drafting Josh Allen back in the day, where it's sort like, of he's got I mean, the tools, but I, I like, would, has he ever done it? But also, he's also twenty three instead of twenty one. I mean, like, I, I feel like there is decent, you know, I don't have the numbers to back me up <laughs> right now. Yeah. But I feel like there's decent precedent for, like, first-round QBs, essentially, like, being uh, amongst themselves being, like, a crapshoot. Um, Basically, if you're not first overall, it's kind of a crapshoot. And if you're first overall, it's a less of a crapshoot, but still a crapshoot. Right, right. Like, like the draft capital matters, but I feel like more often than not, like the pre-season uh, assumptions are usually like usually correct um, compared to like some of the big brain stuff. Like, like the, the example that I'm thinking of is just like okay, back in the day, like okay, would you take Deshaun Watson, or would because of his landing spot, or would you take Mitch Trubisky at his landing overall, spot? Yeah. And when everyone you, when the Bears took Trubisky, everyone's like, why? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, dude. Yeah, the, like the the scouting dudes are like professionals and whatnot. Like they they they're professionals in the sense that they get paid for it. But I really just think that at the end of the day, they're just. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, they're watching we'll the same out. things we are. I mean, right? We'll shout out the current moment. Uh, GMs are just a bunch of nepotism babies, and they get paid <laughs> for the same job that you do uh, uh, playing Madden. You know, like it's it's not it's not that much different, and they're allowed to be idiots too. So just remember that. Like you know, Tony was a first round pick, and he Kadarius Tony was seen as a first round pick by multiple teams. There was a team that was angry that they couldn't draft him, you know? Yeah. Um, The instance I like to think about is actually 2021. Um, Before the draft, everyone was talking, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields are going to go one and two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are the two guys. And then you start seeing Zach Wilson's name pop up because he's got the tools. And, you know, you, you know, you start seeing Trey Lance. Oh, man, can you see, have you seen that guy run? 
Um, and you see these names come out of the woodwork, and two years later, who are the good quarterbacks? And Lawrence and Fields. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah I, I think I, a I, lot of people overthink it. I, I Yeah, I absolutely agree. Like, like, oh, wow. like some of some of these GMs too. You have to, like, like in in order to be an NFL GM and an NFL head coach, like you need to have an ego on you, right? So a lot of these GMs think that they can put together a team where they like they they can look at a guy with massive upside, just like and a bunch of red flags and like out of necessity well, this guy's got the tools the but we can form yeah. it like yeah like these guys think that they're the ones you know who have like the brass balls to be like well i could like i could fix him <laughs> like a bad relationship you know um yeah. so I, I don't know it's just more often than not those guys don't work out um so it's whatever yeah and to uh, Austin's point, he did say, to be fair, Levis has been a thing. He's not just out of nowhere, but I do understand what you're saying. Um, and we're aware of that, too. And Levis is a guy who has the physical tools. Um, and he's very obviously playing for Kentucky. He's playing SEC talent with Kentucky talent on his side. Um, as a Lions fan, if they take him sixth overall as the third quarterback off the board, I'm probably still pretty happy with that. I wouldn't hate that at all because you guys would yeah. still be able to roll with Goff and you know have yeah and and have actually let him develop him. and yeah uh, and I do think he's a guy that has the tools and I don't think he's a stupid person or anything like that so I think he could actually like learn into being a good quarterback yeah um, I, I, I yeah I, maybe I he, eating mayonnaise out of the jar is a little suspect but other than that like right, I, mean, I think he has yeah. the tools uh, it's I, just I don't if think I'm picking Levis. today I'm probably taking Stroud over Levis still. Yeah, I I would too. I don't think that Levis is like a horrific pick or anything, and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him like go. I wouldn't above. be surprised if he went first overall. Yeah, honestly, like I I think that there's a reality in which that happens. Um, but uh, but I'm just saying, like you know, if you have those pre-draft um, conceptions and like there's a negligible difference like in picks uh, i i just don't think that uh it's worth like reconsidering like your own assumptions you know unless, unless the the draft capital is just wildly different you know yeah um i don't think i really have anything to contribute to that so unless you have anything else you want to add i'll just move on to silver's question here oh let's move on all right uh silver asks when is last place decided the toilet bowl or the worst regular season record and in the case that the commissioner did not make it clear, which should be the default? Um, I don't know if you have anything you want to lead off with. Uh, uh, I, I think in terms of draft standing, it's the regular season. Yeah. Same. In term in terms of the toilet bowl, um, I th I think it's kind of on. I don't know. It's so situational, like. I think it's up to each individual league to make anything that happens without, uh, you know, we do lottery picks in, in my leagues, but um, in the post, like after the regular season's done, it's up on each individual league to make any postseason action with like the bottom teams interesting, you know? Um, that's, that's kind of where my entire answer is coming from is I always do regular season. 
uh, even if it's not clear. There are so many teams where once you don't make the playoffs, they just check out. Right, yeah. Like, I, I think sometimes, like, there can be, like, if there's, like, two teams that just completely sell out for the future throughout the regular season, like, their matchups are going to be, um, you know, obviously, like, really fun to watch. And sometimes, you you know, you can see dumb things with the bottom half of the league, like, in the postseason, but I wouldn't necessarily count on it. But when those things do happen, like, they can make for some pretty sick toilet bowls. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just very situational. I don't think that I could give a, a blanket answer to that. All right. After that, Jack asks, does shiny roaring moon exist? Uh, if you were here for the pre-podcast, uh, we've been diving into this a little bit here. Um, Jack's been trying to catch a shiny Pokemon. He's trying so hard. Yeah, um, I, the he's answer not here is, anymore, but I hope the that answer is not yet, but he will catch the first one. Yes. Uh, Steph doesn't even ask a question. He just posted a roster. We have already, you know, covered the fact that we don't care. We don't <laughs> care about your roster. I'm not even looking at it. <laughs> We're moving on. Congratulations on your roster. If you think it's good. Congratulations, um, or I'm sorry yeah. that happened. Yeah, exactly. Andre, I love this question. What's something that's normal at 3 p.m. that's terrifying at 3 a.m.? Hmm. That is this. a good question. Uh, someone ringing your doorbell. That's that's a good one. Or even better, someone knocking on the door. Because they're like yeah. trying to be subtle about it. Yeah. And like, you might hear it, or you might not. And like you're laying in bed, and it's like, did someone just knock? Yeah, well, yeah, like... That's some yeah, creepy shit. I mean, shit. You, you could say a lot of things. Seeing mm -hmm. your boss. <laughs> this is fun. I like this one. This is a good question. Andre, I apologize for the magic question from the beginning of the season, because this, this is a killer. This is a great question. Um, hmm. Your dog's barking at the door for no reason. <laughs> I mean, that's not that crazy. It's such a good question that, like, we're, we're struggling to answer it because we're, we're trying to come up with answers. Well, because it's something that's so normal, right? Yeah, n so normal at 3 p.m. Oh, uh, your mom calling you. Yeah. Genuinely, though, because you know something's wrong if your like one of your parents is calling you at 3 a.m. They don't do yeah. that for no reason. That's, that is very true. That's, like, more like existential crisis as opposed to I'm in imminent danger, though. Um, what about I'm trying to think of something that like doesn't involve other people, you know, because it's really easy to say like, oh, seeing the mailman. <laughs> like, yeah, that's well, like, weird. There's, like normal things like it'd be weird, but it'd be like, all right, I guess their shifts just fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got to be something that's like genuinely wrong. What would not require like other people like in the moment? Oh god, we can't end the entire season of the podcast on like random. Dude, we like we gotta come spaces. up with like one good thing because this is, this is a fantastic question. <laughs> this is so good. You got anything going on in that brain of yours? Uh, no ice cream truck in the street. That's just some weird shit going on, man. Like I wouldn't even necessarily say that's like scary. I would say that's, that's a little scared. I would say it's a little scary. Yeah, getting a phone call and picking it up and it just being like, "Hello, we'd like to talk to you about your." Automobile warranty. That, that that requires other people. <laughs> what, what, what about what about uh honestly like you know uh, something a little more pertinent uh, a, a game of football going on. I guess that also requires other people. But yeah, one time I, I watched NIU go into triple overtime 
against Idaho uh, after a rain delay, and the game didn't end until five in the morning, and they lost. <laughs> I was so goddamn bad. Um, I actually have a good one. Okay, let's hear. So, it. I was. This is actually like real life experience. Uh huh. Um. I was in Detroit. I was staying overnight because uh, I went to a Red Wings game, and then the previous, like the next morning, I was going to the Lions game. You know, Saturday night, Sunday morning kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was in a hotel in downtown Detroit. So first off, you're already on edge a little bit. Detroit's not the nicest town in the world. Not anyone who says it is. Well, I'm like, okay, there's a street. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Woodward <laughs> Avenue. It's a nice street. Uh, I was not on Woodward, and it was three in the morning. And I wake up, you know, go to the bathroom. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And I'm walking back out, and I'm the kind of guy where, like, whenever I'm in a city I don't live in, you know, I like to look at it at night. I don't know, I just like to take it in a little bit. So I go over to the window for a second before I go back to bed. And there is someone just standing in the parking lot. Like, an empty lot across the street, just standing in the middle of it. Uh-huh. Just chilling there. And, like, normally, it's like, alright, maybe he's waiting for someone. But it's 3 in the morning. Or, like, 3.30 or something like that, like... There's some creepy shit going on. It, it's, it's just eerie, because it's, you know, a city of a million people. It's dead silent. There's no cars going by or anything. And there's this random guy just standing there. That's fair. I mean... That's creepy. That's I mean, just yeah, genuinely but, but, creepy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, people mill about. I mean, I live in Chicago, you know, like, we, when it's, like, 3 or 4 in the morning, like, you know, I've, I've walked around before, and, yeah, there's not really anybody out there. So if you, if you, if you see somebody, you're kind of just like, oh, uh, okay. What are you doing? Okay. This, this yeah. guy is dangerous. I mean, yeah, you, you're probably thinking, like, you know, I'd, I'd rather be alone, you know, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And with that, uh, we're pretty much out of time here, but there's one last question that I want to answer <laughs> yeah. because it's just we're, such a good season. We're, it's, uh, this we're is such a good one. Just like 10 no, minutes we're not, of us going, like, oh, no, what a no, great no, question. No, we're not, that we we're can't not ending answer. on that. We're not ending a yeah. season on that. We got one yeah. here. Uh, okay, there's actually okay. a couple of questions that I wanted to answer, but we just kind of ran out of time. Uh, but Steph asks the pod, why didn't you guys just want to give me some roster advice? And it's because nobody cares. Honestly, that's how I'll, we're ending uh, whoa, the season. Whoa, no, whoa, no, 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 no. Do you actually, uh, a be honest, the, 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 okay, be if, honest. You want me to be honest, if you want me yeah. to be honest, yeah. the, 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 the answer is yes, I do care about you, Steph. I care um, about you, Steph. But I but I care about you enough to let you know honestly that I don't care about your team. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Steph, we love you, obviously. We do good love friend. you, Steph. We don't care about your team, dude. But with that, everybody, uh, thanks to all of you who've been popping in every week. Uh, we've really appreciated it. It's kind of why we do this. We also do this because we just like to shoot the shit. Um, and we're, we're it, big in Germany. We are huge in Germany. Um, but in general, no, we really like having you guys here. Uh, we like doing this. We're going to be back. Um, but we just, we're going to kind of run out of things to talk about here. So that's it for season two. Um, we look forward to seeing you guys all. We're going to make sure that we have enough in, like heads up for you guys when we do like the we'll, off season we'll shows. We're cooking stuff up. Yeah. But it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, this so. this was a pleasure, man. Um, you know, uh, shouts out to you, Burn, for uh, for being the glue. You know, and shout thank out you. to you for making me interesting. <laughs> well, you're you're, you're too kind. 
And with that, uh, we'll catch y'all in the next one, whenever it may be.